Let's make a deal. On today's podcast, I will be analyzing and going over some of your best mock trades for the Atlanta Braves this offseason. We'll discuss those on today's episode of Lockdown Braves. So let's get into it. You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, and welcome back to Locked On Braves, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, where we cover your favorite Atlanta sports teams each and every day. I am your host, Jake Mastriani. You can follow me on social media at shortstopball. Also, make sure you check out my written work over at bravestoday.com. Make sure you follow the podcast on social media at lockdown underscore braves. Send in any questions, comments, or feedback that you have for the podcast. And occasionally, like I'm doing for today's episode, I'll send out a post and I'll use your responses to help build the podcast like we're doing today, going over some of your mock trades. So looking forward to getting into that discussion. Should be a lot of fun. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. Hit that subscribe button as well. We have finally done it. We have reached 8,000 subscribers on YouTube. We're just over 8,000 now. So thank you so much for the support there. Let's continue to push. See if we can get the 9K. Maybe we get to 10K by opening day. That certainly is the goal and something I'm hoping we can accomplish. But either way, I thank you so much for the support. Thank you so much for those who have sent me your, your Spotify wrapped and all that, letting me know uh, that you listen to the Lockdown Braves podcast all year long. I really love getting those and seeing this podcast up on a lot of those lists. So thank you so much for sending those in. Uh, again, really appreciate all the support that you give me here at Locked on Braves. Before we get into our mock trade episode, I want to let you know this episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Today's podcast, we have a lot of mock trades that I want to get to, and there are a ton. Had a lot of responses on uh, social media, sent out the tweet earlier on a Wednesday, had a lot of you respond. So I want to get to as many of those as I can, but we do have some news that I want to talk about as well before we get in to all of that, including some Braves news. They have brought back right-handers Jackson Stevens and Penn Murphy on split non-guaranteed contracts. And these are two guys that they released this offseason, but now they bring back. I mentioned Jackson Stevens, a couple of guy, a couple of times this year is a guy who made a lot of sense to bring back just because of the depth he can give you. You can bring them up, throw them into any situation that you need to. So always made some sense to bring him back. And I'm glad that the Braves were able to do that. Same for Penn Murphy. I think this is the big one here. He's going to be injured, so he's going to be out for half of this season, but he's a guy that's still arbitration eligible, has minor league options, and when he's been healthy, he has been really good over the last couple of seasons. So this is somebody that, again, the Braves could get at the midway point. It's that trade deadline without move without making a trade. Penn Murphy could be that big for this Braves bullpen this year and going forward. So those are the deals that the Braves made today. Nothing Crazy happening there, but bringing back Jackson, Jackson Stevens and Penn Murphy to add some depth to the bullpen. The New York Mets went out and made a couple of deals. They got Joey Wendell for one year, $2 million, and be a bench utility role type of guy. Not a terrible signing there. 
Uh, Jaime Berea, somebody who I just mentioned yesterday as a possible guy, kind of in that Jackson Stevens role. I think I mentioned both of those guys in the same light. He gets a minor league deal with the Guardians. So, uh, again, uh, kind of right on point there. I mentioned those two guys as kind of the, the same type of player in yesterday's podcast, and they both get signed today. That doesn't always happen that like that. The Mets also signed Luis Severino, another player that I mentioned a lot this offseason as I thought would be a good fit. For the Braves, as Nick C said, we missed out on Luis Severino. But as much as I have men mentioned him and wanting the Braves to get him, don't lose a lot of sleep over this one. It's a, it's a guy that had a six-plus ERA last year. It's a risky sign. Uh, certainly, there are hopes that he gets back to being the guy that he was before, but that's, there's no guarantee. And $13 million is a, a good chunk of change for this season for something that you don't know if it's really going to work out or not. So that's a big risk. The Mets are taking on, you know, would I have been upset about it? No, but at that price point, I think coming into the offseason, I said I would have liked it at one year, $8 million. But with the way the market is going right now in these one-year deals, you saw Lance Lynn and Kyle Gibson get $12 million. Made sense that Luis Severino would get something around that. So, uh, you know, not, again, Severino somebody I think I've mentioned on probably 10 or more podcasts this year just because I like the potential upside. And if you could get them cheap on a one-year deal, I think it made a lot of sense. But, again, not going to lose too much sleep about him going to the Mets. Uh, utility man Garrett Hampson uh, went to the Kansas City Royals, so another utility guy off the market there. And I believe that was – oh, and Emilio Pagan went to the Reds as well, two-year, $16 million deal to be part of their bullpen. And I think those were all of the player deals that happened on Wednesday. So we're starting to see things pick up a little bit as we gear up for the winter meeting starting this weekend. Now getting into your trade options, your trade ideas. Yeah, I asked you to send me in your best mock trades. Want to break all of them down. Sorry, before we do that, there was a rumor as well about John Morosi saying that the Braves are a finalist for Dylan Cease. I'm sure the Braves are checking in on them. I wouldn't look into that too much, uh, but it sounds like that market could be narrowing itself down, so that could be exciting. And uh, also another little bit of news from the day, the, the Rays might be trading, looking to trade Randy Rosarina. And I think we're going to have several mock trades, including both of those guys, Dylan Cease and Randy Rosarina. So let's go ahead and take a look at some of these mock trades that you sent over and I'll tell you if I think it's a good deal or not. Joey Milby, first one that comes up here, says Bond Grissom, J.R. Ritchie, David McCabe, and Giancarlos Lara to Cleveland for Bieber or to Tampa, Tampa for Glass now. That is way too high of a price in my mind for either of those guys. I don't trust Shane Bieber at this point. Both of those guys have been not been very durable here later uh, in their careers. So not that Glassnell is an older guy, more so on the side of Bieber, but either way, neither one of those pitchers has been very durable here lately. That's way too big of a price in my mind for either of those guys. Joe Mealy also says Owen Murphy, Spencer Schwellenbach, and Hackenberg for Anthony Santander from Baltimore. I'm not trying to overvalue our own prospects here, but that's also too much for me to give up. I'm not sure how many years of control Santander has left. Trying to look that up really quickly, but I, I really like Schwellenbach. For me, he's right there in that tier behind the top two in AJ Smith, Shaver, and Hurston Waldrop. And Owen Murphy, you know, right there behind that tier of Schwellenbach and J.R. Ritchie. I like 
what Hackenberg could be. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't lose sleep trading any of the, any of those guys, but to do it for Santander, who, you know, an expected batting average of 237 last year, 23% strikeout rate, you know, exit velocities are solid, hard hit, you know, percentages are solid, but still chases a good bit, strikes out a good bit, doesn't walk a ton. You know, a 315, 320 on base guy is going to give you 20 to 30 home runs and can do that and can play first base and some outfield, but I, I wouldn't make that move. That's too high of a price in my mind for Santander to for the Braves to give up for him. And I'm still trying to see how many years of control he has left. He's a free agent, so definitely wouldn't do it uh, for a rental player in Anthony Santander. So, Joey, uh, I like the aggressiveness there, but that's way too high of a price to pay in my mind for either of those players. Jared Vickery says, sign Hater, Meadows, and Candelario. Never going to happen, but this was fun to do, talking about a trade. Uh, for Corbin Burns and Willie Adamas giving up Orlando Arcia, Dylan Lee, Owen Murphy, Marcelo Zuna, J.R. Ritchie, and Vaughn Grissom. Uh, I don't I don't think a Burns deal gets done unless you're giving up AJ Smith Shaver or Hurston Waldrip. I just it's hard for me to imagine them getting that done. There's no real need for them to get Dylan Lee really, or even Orlando Arcia. I could see maybe a package of Owen Murphy, J.R. Ritchie, Von Grissom maybe getting that done. Uh, I mean, if they wanted Arcia just to have him back, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't really see the fit there, but still hard for me to imagine the Braves getting a Corbin Burns deal done, especially if Willie Adamas is in the package as well without getting one of A.J. smith Shaver or Hurston Waldrop. Next trade comes from... Filthy card breaks, he says. When well, the most recent news in indicating trade talks for Cease have heated up, I'm interested in what type of trade the Braves would do for that. I think we got a lot of other tra- uh, Cease discussions in here as well. Coach Pinone's film supplier says Braves get Randy Rosarina, Rays get Von Grissom, J.R. Ritchie, Drake Baldwin, and Spencer Schwellenbach. Throw in Glass now in that deal, and I think maybe you have something there. I mentioned J.R. Ritchie and Spencer Schwellenbach. Those are the two guys. Those are probably my third and fourth ranked prospects in the system right now. They're a tier behind AJ Smith, Shaver and Hurston Waldrop, but guys that I really like, Richie's obviously going to be out all of next year. Drake Baldwin could be your DH backup catcher of the future, but I certainly think he could also be trade bait because the catcher position is locked up for a long time with Sean Murphy. I think that's a pretty decent trade package, but again, I'd, I'd throw Tyler Glass now in there just a little bit a cherry on top. All right, we got a lot more trades to get to here. Nick C says that's a good one, like that one as well. But I, I do think uh, this could be, you know, a solid trade package if you're going to go with the Rays. I know we got some other Rays trade ideas coming in as well. We'll try to get to all of those here next. Get in on the action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. You want to get in on the action this weekend? Your Georgia Bulldogs are now a six-and-a-half-point favorite for the big SEC game, SEC championship game on Saturday against Alabama. That line's going up. Even when we talked about it yesterday, I think it was five-and-a-half. So you want to get in on that action, make that. 
your money line bet to win you $150 in bonus bets. Go over to fanduel.com slash locked on to get in on that action. The app is so easy to use. Betting options include spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So again, go over to fanduel.com slash locked on. Also visit fanduel.com slash play safe for tools and resources to help you stay in control of the way you play. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Also want to remind you that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Getting back into your mock trades, this one coming from Cavs Buckeyes, who has the Braves getting Randy Rosarena, giving up A.J. Smith-Schauver, Vaughn Grissom, and Spencer Schwellenbach. That's probably a more realistic package. Again, Randy Rosarena, I believe, is controllable through 2027 in arbitration, so you're going to have to give up a good bit to get him. He's controllable through the 2026 season. So three more years of control with Randy Rosarena. You're probably going to have to give up an A.J. Smith-Schauver or a Hurston Waldrop to get that deal done. I think that's probably a fair package. A.J. Smith-Schauver, Von Grissom, and Spencer Schwellenbach. I don't, I don't know that the Rays have a need for a Von Grissom, but uh, again, all these trades are going to come down to how the team you know, values a particular player and what their needs are. So it's kind of difficult to speculate on what that is when evaluate, evaluating some of these trades. But Rosarena would love to have them. Past three seasons, 3.7 war, 2.7 war, 3.3 war. So he's a pretty solid, you know, three war player. But I would just like to have him for, you know, what he brings in the energy, you know, the clubhouse that he has. I would love to have him on this Braves team. I think he would be a great fit. So I like that trade. I think that's probably what gets it done. Again, maybe throw in another name there and see if you get him to throw in Tyler Glass now. I think if it's me and I'm working with the Rays, I've said I don't, I wouldn't make a trade for Tyler Glass now, or I said I wouldn't give up much for Tyler Glass now because of the injury risk and it's $25 million for one year. I wouldn't give up much for him, but if you want to package him with Randy Rosarena, you know, then I'm getting more comfortable to give up, you know, one of our top pitching prospects and a handful of our top prospects to get that deal done because it would be so much fun to have Randy Rosarena in this lineup and with the Braves. But starting pitching is probably more important uh, to acquire. Bellfire says Corbin Burns for Waskari Noah, Dylan Lee, Owen Murphy. Spencer Schwellenbach, Luis Guanipa, and Luke Waddell. Even though you're not giving up A.J. Smith-Schauber or Hurston Waldrop in that deal, I feel like that's still too much to give up. Now, I don't think I lose sleep over too many of these players. Luis Guanipa, maybe Spencer Schwellenbach, I think those are probably the two best prospects in this deal. So I wouldn't lose too much sleep over that, but... I also think at the same time, the Brewers aren't just going to let you, you know, pick and randomly pick a bunch of Braves prospects that aren't their top prospects and say, hey, here's a here's seven prospects. This should be enough to get Corbin Burns. I don't think that's the way that it's going to work. Another one from Bellfire is Brent Rooker for Cal Conley, Cole Phillips, Dylan Lee, and David McCabe. 
I've seen several people mention Brent Rooker as a trade possibility for left field. I just, I don't, like, I love Brent Rooker. I, you know, watched him in college. He was a lot of fun. I think he was a Golden Spikes winner. Uh, you know, incredible season that he had uh, at, at Mississippi State. But, I mean, the guy's had one decent year in the big leagues. He had a 237 expected batting average, a 343 X Woba, a 478 X Slug, which is good, 49.5% hard hit rate, but he struck out 33% of the time. I mean, you're, you're trading for a right-handed platoon bat. And I think that's just I'd, – I'd rather just go with Vaughn Grissom, honestly. I mean, you're not going to get the power that you're going to get with Brent Rooker, certainly. But I think I'd rather just go with Vaughn Grissom and hold on to those prospects. I mean, giving up Cole Phillips, somebody that I'm very high on once he gets healthy, I think could be a really good prospect. David McCabe, one of the better bats in the system. Again – would not lose sleep giving up any of those prospects, but I'd much rather just hang on to them and go with Von Grissom in left field or, or, you know, get somebody cheap, get bring back Eddie Rosario even rather than go off after a Brent Rooker. Benjamin Pack, I'm willing to add a little more to this, but what do you think of Dylan Cease for Von Grissom and AJ Smith Shaver? I think that's, I think that's enough. Maybe you throw in a third prospect there, but I feel like any deal with the Braves for Dylan Cease that involves one of A.J. Smith-Shaver and Hurston Waldrop should be enough to get it done, whatever else you're throwing in at that point. But, yeah, A.J. Smith-Shaver, Von Grissom, I think that's a solid, fair trade for Dylan Cease and can probably get it done. Again, if you want to throw in another lower-level prospect into that deal just to sweeten it, sure, I don't, I don't know that I would do that deal. I'd be curious if a lot of you, I know some of you have backed off the Dylan Cease hype train saying he's not worth giving up that much for, but uh, again, you got to give up something to get something. I'm also kind of swinging to the point of view now that I'm not trading for Dylan Cease unless I can extend Dylan Cease. I'm not giving up AJ smith Shaver or Hurston Waldrop unless I know I can, I can extend Dylan Cease. And I don't, know that you can do that. So, um, and I get the, the, the sentiment from Lava S who says Braves window is now AJ Smith. Shaver could take a few years to develop. I, I get that. And I understand the argument for, for both sides, but AJ Smith Shaver could be Dylan cease in two years. And then you're still scrambling to find a top of the rotation pitcher at that point. Look, I, I just did a podcast yesterday talking about going all in, but I was more so, Speaking on the free agent front, but still, I mean, I wouldn't mind doing that deal, but you got to find a way to extend Dylan Cease or else you're finding yourself back in this situation in a couple of years. Brendan says, going a little nuts with this. Ozzy slides to DH and Vaughn to second with RC becoming the utility guy. Royce back to his natural shortstop position and we get an upgrade in defense and left. So this deal is Royce Lewis and Byron Buxton for AJ Smith Shaver, Marcelo Zuna, Forrest Wall, and JR Richie. I don't know why Forrest Wall is listed in a trade here. I don't know why the twins do that. And, you know, other than just to, it's two injury prone guys as well as Lewis and Buxton, the surplus they have on the trade evaluator for trade evaluator for Royce Lewis is 74, which just seems ridiculous for somebody who hasn't been able to stay on the field. But first of all, I don't think that trades enough to do it. And I don't 
know that I would still want to do it anyway just because of the injury risk associated with those two players. Wendy says, uh, Tommy Edmond and Dylan Carlson for Dylan Dodd and Orlando Arcia. I don't, I don't know why the Cardinals do that trade. I don't think the Cardinals are getting enough in that deal. Wendy also said, Freddie Peralta and Willie Adamas for Vaughn Grissom, Bryce Elder, Hurston Waldrop, and Luis Guanipa. So that is an interesting trade right there. That one, I think, is probably a better fit. You're giving up two of your probably best hitting prospects, although I know Grissom's not a prospect at this point. You're giving them a, a MLB-ready pitcher in Bryce Elder, and you're giving them a potential front-of-the-rotation pitcher in Hurston Waldrop, but the Braves are getting a shortstop who would be a rental. Uh, it's another one where I think you'd have to extend them, and you're getting Freddie Peralta, who's very cheap and a you know a number two starter that's going to be with you for, I believe, three more years. He's under team control, so that one's a little bit more interesting. Don't know that I'd pull the trigger on it, but that one definitely intrigues me a lot more. William Brave says Mullins for A.J. Smith, Shaver, and Lee. I don't know why everybody's trying to trade Dylan Lee all of a sudden. I don't know what value he has at the moment. But I think Mullins for A.J. Smith, Shaver, uh, I just, I don't know. Cedric Mullins coming off a, a bit of a down year. I also I need to look up real quick how many years of control he has left, but I don't know. That one doesn't strike me right away as a great deal for the Braves. Cedric Mullins going into his age 29 season, 721 OPS the last two years. So he's been kind of league average with the bat, you know, 15, 16 home runs. Gives you 20 plus stolen bases though as well. Yeah. I don't love that one just on the surface. I like Cedric Mullins. I think he should be an option for the Braves if they're looking to upgrade left field and they're looking to do it through a trade. I think Mullins could be a target with all the options that the Orioles have over there. Mullins is under arbitration for two more seasons, so 24 and 2025. I don't know. I don't think I'd do that one. I don't think I'd give up A.J. Smith-Shower for Cedric Mullins. Again, pitching – is the key going forward here. You don't need as much. You don't need as much offense. So in my mind, left field's not as big of a deal as it is getting starting pitcher for the future. And you're giving up a potential starting pitcher for the future for you know a left fielder that's under control for two years. So I don't like I don't like that one. Yes, I love turtles. Everybody asking in the chat. I'm not sure why, but sure, I love turtles. Uh go with that. Um Gustavo Nava says Brady Singer for Grissom and Cole Phillips. Interesting one. Brady Singer, somebody I like, but his ceiling in my mind is a number three pitcher. He's a he's a contact pitcher. I don't think it's needed. And I don't think I give up Grissom and Cole Phillips for him. Also said Paul Blackburn for Ambiores, Tavares, Darius Vines, and Waskari Noah. I do that one in a heartbeat. That's probably the first trade on here that I've said from the Braves standpoint I do in a heartbeat. And it's not that I love Paul Blackburn. I think he's probably, a, again, another guy that's ceiling is a number three starter. But I'm not real big on Ambiores, Tavares, and his future with the bat. You know, Vines and Noah are depth starters. I would do that one in a heartbeat. But I also don't really see the reason for the – uh, for the Oakland A's to want to do that one. And then last one from Gustavo, Mitch Keller for Owen Murphy, J.R. Ritchie, and Alan Winans. I'm not a big Mitch Keller believer either. I know he got off to a hot start last year. I am a big J.R. Ritchie believer, although he's obviously going to be out all next year having Tommy John surgery. 
I don't hate the trade because J.R. Richie is going to be out for a while with injury. So it might be you're looking at 2026, maybe before Richie's available. I'm not huge on the upside of Owen Murphy. I think his upside is a number three starter. And obviously, Alan Winans is just, you know, a back of the rotation guy. So I don't think that's the worst trade package in the world. I'd probably pull the trigger on both the Paul Blackburn and the Mitch Keller deal. But if I'd pull the trigger on it, that probably means the team we're dealing with won't. So uh, I like those last two trades. Probably wouldn't do the Brady Singer one. All right, I got a lot more of these mock trades to get to. It's been a lot of fun reading through these here live and going through them with you. Let me know what you think about some of these trade con- cr- trades and continue to send me some of your mock trades in the comment section below. I'll try to get to the rest of these here next. Another reminder that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering each and every league. Go to Lockdown Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, I'm going to try to get to as many of these other mock trades as I can. Thank you so much for those who are here live. I see Nick C, Little E, Money2K, um, Joe Reese in here, Laves, E. Balderson, so many people. Chris Kaysen, thank you for telling everybody to hit that, uh, that like button. appreciate it. Trey Alexander, Philip Perryman, we got over 200 people in here again it's like it's seventh eighth time in a row now we've had over 200 people live it's a lot of fun reading through some of these comments i know i don't always get to read all of these while we're recording but i do go back and read them afterwards leland hurt in hit in here thank you so much for all your support being here with me live but jump back into some of these mock trades from social media though and ryan hall says apparently tampa bay is dropping or shopping rose arena what would it take to get him in atlanta that would solve the left field quandary. Certainly think that it would. We've looked at a couple of packages for him. I think you would have to give up an A.J. Smith-Schaffer or a Hurston Waldrop to get him done. But if you can get him and Tyler Glass now, then I really, really love the prospects of going uh, after Randy Rosarina. William Brave says, cease for Elder, Don, Guanipa, and Richie. So well, that's an interesting package to try to get it done without giving up. One of your top two guys, uh, I kind of keep saying that, A.J. Smith-Shelfer and Hurston Waldrop. So now whenever I say the top two guys, you know who I'm talking about. But I don't think that gets it done from the White Sox perspective. You're getting two back-of-the-rotation arms in Elder and Dodd who aren't really going to help the White Sox long-term. You're getting a you know, somewhat of a lottery ticket in Guanipa, and you're getting Richie, who has some upside as maybe a, a number two starter, but somebody that's currently having Tommy John surgery. So I don't think that gets it done. Joshua Julian says, Joey Ortiz for Bryce Elder, Spencer Schwellenbach, Owen Murphy, and Cade Keeler. I think that's a pretty solid package for Joey Ortiz, who is a infield prospect with the Baltimore Orioles. I don't know Ortiz's future, if it's at shortstop or not. He's listed on MILB.com as a second baseman. So if it doesn't look like he can stick at shortstop long term, then I don't really know where he fits in. He's also, you know, 25, so he's a little bit on the older side, but certainly a very good prospect. Hit 321 last year, 885 OPS. I mean, he's pretty much MLB ready, um, but that's a lot to give up for him for somebody that, again, I don't know if he sticks at shortstop. Uh, you know, the Braves would have to make that decision. 
certainly. Um, but I just, again, I, I'm only trading for him if I believe he can be that shortstop of the future. Um, the next one says, Jamison Bell, Waldrop, Vines, Alvarez, Cole Phillips for Dylan Cease. That probably gets it done. That might be too much in my mind. Again, all of these trade conversations for Dylan Cease, it all depends on if you extend him or not. And if you're not going to extend him, I don't know that I feel comfortable giving up A.J. Smith-Shauver or Hurston Waldrop. Look, I love Dylan Cease. In my ideal offseason, it's the move that I said. And I, at that time, I said I would give up one of those guys. But you know, the more I think on it and dwell on it, I just it's a, it's very risky to give up one of your two top starting pitching prospects who could be Dylan Cease in a couple of years for Dylan Cease, who only has two years of con control, is a Scott Boris client. So some of these packages, like that package makes sense, but in my mind it only makes sense if you can extend Dylan Cease. And I see Corey Thomas and Laves saying, keep Waldrop, no Waldrop, don't trade him. Uh, again, I had the question the other day, would you rather trade A.J. Smith-Shauver or Waldrop? And many of you said you'd rather trade A.J. Smith-Shauver. And I, would, I agree with that. That's also who I would rather trade. But you know, I'd also rather both of them come up this year and become those top of the prospect arms we think they could be. Truist Chop says, Braves get Freddie Peralta. Brewers get Schwellenbach, Richie, Grissom, McCabe, plus A.J. Smith-Shauver to throw in Adamas to that deal. Again, I think that's another very solid package if you're getting Freddie Peralta, who's a you know controllable number two starter at a very good price. It's a lot to give up. Those are you know three of my top four prospects in the Braves system and two of your better hitters in Grissom and McCabe. That's a lot to give up, but you are at least getting a controllable starter. Adamas, again, I think you'd have to try to extend him if you're going to do that deal. Brad says, Noel V. Marte for Elder and Lee. I don't think the Reds want to trade Marte. I think they'd more likely would trade, um, you know, one of their other infielders, McLean even, although I, I don't think they'd want to trade him either. Uh, I know they're already somewhat shopping Jonathan India. Brad also said Kerstad for Enoa, Richie, and Dodd. I don't think that's enough for Kerstad. I saw somebody else in there. Oh, here it is right here. Hayden Harris said AJ smith Shaver for Heston Kerstad straight up. Both needs met. I think that's the deal if you're going to get a cursed ad that probably gets it done doing a straight up deal of either AJ Smith Shaver or Hurston Waldrop straight up for Heston Kerstad. Again, don't know that I do that because, and this is again what I talked about in my ideal offseason scenario earlier this offseason. But again, the more I think about it, starting pitching is the key going forward. And so to give up somebody that might be a part of that future rotation for a left fielder, which would be great to have, but is not needed with this roster. I don't know that that makes the best sense for the success of this team long-term. XRP Braves says, Luis Robert for Grissom, AJ Smith-Shaver, Owen Murphy, Ambioris Tavares, sign Yamamoto, do the best target either. Uh, sorry, I don't know the rest part of that, but Luis Robert for Grissom, AJ Smith-Shaver, Owen Murphy, Ambioris Tavares. I think that's a solid package. Throw in Dylan Cease with that. Maybe the Braves throw in another prospect or two. And I like that even more. I definitely like the sign Yamamoto part. All right, last one here from Brad Horn says, Juan Soto for A.J. Smith-Shaver. It's kind of the same discussion I've had with some of these other mock trades for left fielders. 
Starting pitching is the question going forward and the key for the Braves. I don't know that I want to deal from that and hurt the long-term outlook of this rotation, especially for one year of a left fielder when the rest of this lineup is set up to be good. This offense can be one of the best offenses in baseball again, if not the best, without doing anything in left field this offseason. I don't know what this rotation looks like long term. So I really hate to give up not only somebody that could be a part of that rotation long term, but somebody who you could trade for somebody who is part of that rotation long term. So I think I'm kind of off the train or the thought of trading one of your top two prospects for a left fielder. I'd rather just hold on to those prospects to either make them part of that rotation or trade them for somebody who is going to be part of that rotation long-term. All right. I think I got to most of your mock trades. We had over 30 uh, submitted mock trades in here. I know there's some that I didn't get to, but I appreciate you submitting all of those. Appreciate so much. All of those who are here live, I think last count I saw was 235 people in here viewing live. Thank you so much for all the support. Make sure you hit that thumbs up button. Subscribe if you hadn't. We're now on the road to 9K. So thank you so much for all the support there. Follow on social media at shortstopball at lockdown underscore Braves. If you are listening on the audio, do me a favor. Go to Apple Podcasts. Give us that five-star review. I really would appreciate it. However, you support us here at Lockdown Braves. I really, really do appreciate it. So make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to the Lockdown Braves podcast. And we will talk to you. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. DC Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked On Yankees. Locked On Mariners. Locked On Mets. Locked On Angels. And you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 